I'm Josh Barrow. And I'm Lynette Lopez. And this is Hard Pass. Oh my God. What's, what's wrong, Lynette? You, you sound whinier than usual. Fuck you, Josh. I am upset because every time I turn around, it seems like there's a fresh new outrage in the drug industry. And this past week's outrage was the fact that American consumers woke up to Mylan, um, the drug company that produces EpiPens, had increased the price of an EpiPen by about 500% since it purchased the drug in 2008. And so it's, it's frustrating both for consumers and for insurance companies. A lot of these people, when they're getting the EpiPen, it's the insurer paying for most of the cost of the EpiPen. But some consumers are having to bear a significant cost on their own. And then when the insurers have to pay these big bills, that just gets passed back to all of us in the form of higher insurance premiums paid by us or by our employers pushing our wages down. So the bill gets sent somewhere and comes out of our hides in the end. So as the price of this drug goes up so does the copay remember when we thought martin screlly was the worst america had to offer and then this campaign started yes yeah okay. yeah i do remember that good times we were so innocent then anyway so martin screlly is basically like the um angry garden goblin of american pharmaceuticals and he uh when subpoenaed revealed that consultants to his firm turing had been saying listen like if you increase the price of this drug too much, too fast, people are going to start to notice because their copays are going to go up. And the entire game of this industry is keeping copays down so that patients don't realize that their insurers are paying out the ass on the other end. Yeah, so I think it's it's key to describe what Shkreli's role in this whole industry has been because there are a bunch of companies whose model is basically to buy up drugs that have long been on the market, often that aren't even under patent anymore, but there's only, in many cases, one maker of the generic, so they have some pricing power. They buy up the drugs and raise the prices a lot. A lot. And, and people still need the drugs, so they take them anyway, and in a lot of cases, their insurers are paying, so the consumer doesn't care that the price went up a bunch. So what happened with Mylan is that everybody started to realize what was going on. Last week, the CEO of Mylan, Heather Brush, went on CNBC. She would not confirm that she was not going to raise the price of EpiPen. She said that, you know, hey, I'm a mom. I understand. Of course, she's a mom who made $18 million last year, but she's a mom and she understands that little Johnny really needs his EpiPen. So what she's going to do is ramp up Mylan's patient assistance programs. And so little Johnny's mom is only going to have to pay like 100 for her copay rather than 300 Here's the problem with that. Her insurer is still paying on the back end. The, these patient assistance programs are interesting because there are arguments on both sides of them. The, um, the advantage of them is that if copayments on drugs are unaffordable to certain patients, then these programs can make the medication affordable to them. It's been an important part of strategies for getting people with HIV on HIV medication. The flip side of it is that there's a reason you make a copayment when you get a prescription drug. Now, partly it's because your insurer doesn't want to pay the whole cost, and so it reduces the cost of providing the insurance. But partly it's because the insurer wants you to bear part of the cost yourself. So you think about, do I really need this medication? One of the key effects you do see with copay assistance is that manufacturers can jack up the price of a drug and then 
blunt any negative patient reaction because the patient doesn't actually bear that part. The patient gets their part of the cost increase back in the form of a copay assistance payment. And it's just the insurer that's getting taken for a ride. But then, of course, the insurer has to charge premiums to the insureds in order to cover that cost. So ultimately, people are in a hidden way paying for the rising cost of the drug. So these copay assistance programs have sounded good, sounded like a thing that makes drugs more affordable, but can actually increase the total amount of spending on pharmaceuticals in a way that ultimately gets back to consumers. The other interesting thing about Mylan is that Mylan's CEO has a huge payday coming in 2018 if, if she can increase the earnings per share of the company to $6. Right now, it's sitting at a little under 5 The problem with that is that the portfolio of Mylan's drugs pretty much sucks, aside from EpiPen. Now, you could really ramp up Mylan sales, or you could potentially you know, do a deal like buy another company that's accretive for your investors and everybody likes it, or you can in- do the easiest thing possible and just increase the price of an EpiPen. Here's what's driven me a little bit nuts about the conversation around this, though, which is that EpiPen is not a drug. It is a device. The drug that's in the device, epinephrine, is not patented. It's generic, and it's cheap to fill the EpiPen with it. What's expensive is the EpiPen device itself. And there's a competing device called the Adrenoclick, which works. Um, But unlike when a doctor writes a prescription for a, a medication... When, when they write a medication prescription, there's what's called generic substitution, which is, you know, they might write Prozac on there, but in fact, they don't have to give you Prozac-branded Prozac from whoever owns that trademark. They can give you whichever equivalent generic is cheapest. But they're not allowed to do that with the EpiPen. They can't give you the adrenoclick when you show up at the pharmacy with the prescription for the EpiPen. There ought to be, even with our screwed-up third-party paid insurance system, it ought to be possible to have a competitive market in, in, generics. in, in generics and in device for the administration of epinephrine to prevent allergic reactions. And to all you numbnuts out there who are going to say, oh, Lynette, oh, Josh, this is just capitalism. This is the demand for the EpiPen. This is what people want. No. It is very rare in capitalism where you see that the supply of an object has increased. The demand has stayed the same, basically, but the price has just shot through the roof. Doesn't yeah, make any sense. I, th- I think there is a lot of manufactured demand in, in pharmaceuticals, and you see that in TV advertising. You know, trying to convince people that relatively minor skin conditions, for example, are things that they that they need treated. You um, just there's a, can't live with that rash on your elbow. So this is a real thing, but I I don't think it's a real thing as applied to the EpiPen. I think that there are that the, the demand for the prevention of severe life threatening. Uh, allergic reactions is real demand, not manufactured demand. And the the issue here is the monopolistic pricing. If you didn't have that, I think it would be an entirely appropriate thing to have a greater spread of the availability of these devices in schools and all sorts of other places. Hard Pass is produced by Ben Riskin. Our cover art is by John Fulton, and the music you are hearing is by Aaron Leader. 